Hey, everybody. Welcome to It's Real with Jordan and Demi. In Los Angeles, it's Jordan Edwards. In New York, we got Demi Ramos. What's up, Demi? And today, our guest is KO. What's going on? Hi. You just released a new single, Hit and Run. Yeah. It's it's really it's a really cool sounding song. And the first thing that struck me is that it sounds a little bit more um radio friendly, a little more polished than your previous singles. Mm-hmm. It sounds a little it sounds a little more expensive, for lack of a better term. <laughs> Tell me about the making of this track and how you wanted it to sound. I actually I didn't know that it sounded that way because I was like, this song is a little more complicated. I would say like the structure is a little more complicated than my other songs. Yeah, how close is this song to the demo? Very different. Just because it went through so many different cycles of things, but then I, you know, eventually I settled on, I wanted it to like build up into more of like a, you know, it starts very simple and then it gets bigger. When you're like like making songs, I know a lot of artists, they either are very black and white. They like instantly, they're like, I'm in love with, I have demoitis. I love this track. It's going up next week. Um, or there's the artists that kind of have like 200 mixes to a track. And then it's barely sounds like, you know, the first original draft. What kind of artists do you? Uh, it depends on the song. I'm both but it just depends on how I feel about it. What, you know, I know that you started out, um, you were more of a DJ than like a singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. How do you think that, does that help you or hurt you in the production process? Because on one hand, you know about beats, you know how to construct a song, but on the other hand, maybe it, it makes you overthink the production process a little bit. I think it definitely helps because DJing definitely helped me like learn about song structures and opened me up to like so many different genres of music that I love, which otherwise I wouldn't know about. Also, going back to this song, I I, I don't know if you heard it when you came on to um when you first came on to the Streamyard, that was on replay for like an hour. Not because like I needed to hear it to like know what was up. Yeah. I kind of love that song. That <laughs> like. Is that real story? Is that a true story? Yes. Are you like nervous put that out? I feel like, but like that's a that's like a that's a theme right there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, what's, it's what's like a toxic. It's it's a song about like a toxic relationship, but I think, you know. Everybody writes songs about toxic relationships. Why is why is is no one in love? Is no one having a good time these days? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's so like bitter and angry about the about relationships now. Yeah, that's true. Maybe does love even exist? <laughs> I don't know. Ask Demi. Uh, why he said ask Demi? <laughs> why did you put me on the spot? Ask Demi. I don't know. Um, so let's talk about your um, transition from DJing into more of a pop singer songwriter. Now, I know that you did this kind of during the early days of quarantine, during like the, her, the, the really bad days, the pandemic. 
was this a matter of you just kind of being bored at home and being restless or what motivated you to, to move in this direction? Well, I was already working on music um, prior to the pandemic and I had so many songs already done. And then my manager at the time was like, it's the pandemic, you shouldn't release anything. So I saw nothing released, but I just really wanted to put things out, you know? It was a very like unknown time, but I just wanted to do it anyway. <laughs> That's, yeah, it's definitely pretty scary. I mean, we had an artist two feet on the show that literally like put out in his entire, I think it was not his sophomore album. I think it was his sophomore album, Jordan. Um, it was actually the- technically is his debut album, but we'll- Yeah, and, and had a whole um, billboard in Times Square, like during the pandemic, and wow. then there's a picture of it with just like an empty Times Square. So yeah, maybe you made the right move on that one, but. Yeah. You, are, you're, you're based in LA, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you feel like this is the place for you to be as opposed to New York? Um, I actually lived in New York for a little bit and it, I think so, yeah. I definitely work with more people in LA, like music wise. But I have recorded in New York and Atlanta too, but I like, I like LA. That's true. And the song you talk about LA too, the new song, <laughs> do you, is, it, is that stigma correct? Like in your lifestyle, like it's just like people talking in LA, are you like involved in some sort of drama that like can relate I, to you? I'm not really like involved in drama. <laughs> mm. I kind of keep to myself, but you know, People do like I like to so watch. You're, you're you're more even though you come <laughs> from the the DJ world and you're releasing these these songs. Do you consider yourself more of an introvert? Or are you more comfortable just like chilling at home? Mm-hmm, definitely. Mm. <laughs> so like, what's this thing about um something about scientists? Oh, yeah. parents are scientists. Yeah, yeah. We gotta talk about this because you got scientists making, you know, pop star. What's going on? Uh, well, it's weird because I actually like didn't listen. Like my family doesn't really listen to music, so like everything at all, any kind of music, not just no, not... pop music, just yeah. Music. So this is more rebellion. You're like, you know what? <laughs> We're gonna go with this one. Yeah. So everything that I like. Love. like I had to discover on my own because I feel like most people are like oh my mom likes this you know and they kind of like discover their music taste through that what did you listen to growing up that like steered you in that direction I listened to a lot of pop I love like Britney Spears Beyonce you know Diva. yeah <laughs> and your style I feel like your style kind of has a little Gwen Stefani aspect mm-hmm. to it yeah, and I also like I had like a kind of like a emo phase too. Oh, doesn't everybody? Doesn't yeah. everybody have Love an emo phase? Emo boys, their thing. I used I used to I used to go to Warp Tour and get the real tight T-shirts mm-hmm. with like the band name on the front. You know, <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Are you into emo boys though, for real? Um. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I can put them like for real. <laughs> for real I, I think it depends on personality <laughs> oh person so because demi it's basically a sliding scale of how many tattoos you have <laughs> and are you there face tattoos like is it like you know like how you know far are we gonna go with yeah. you know? here's, a, here's, a, here's a question kale 
is is a face tattoo a turn off or a turn on? Mm. I guess on. That's my girl. <laughs> Little peep. <laughs> um, but no, speaking of, go back to your parents. Like, uh, what what do they think about this music? Like, what are they thinking? They're scientists, and I used to chose music. They like they don't care. They're just like whatever at this point. They're like as long as you're not like homeless or something. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, don't tell us about it. <laughs> so, so don't tell us. Don't, don't ask, don't tell. So they, do, they, do they care that much about you becoming an academically minded person because they're serious intellectuals? Do they care about you in terms of your I, education? Yeah, and stuff? they do. They're like, maybe do you want to like go to school or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> maybe do you want to go to school or like whatever? Yeah. And I'm like, no. <laughs> You know, you're one of those artists that like really dive into your visuals, you know, mm -hmm. which is so cool. And it's like, I think probably from coming from an environment where you may be suppressed, like to explore yourself. So you went through this exploration phase and you really like made what's inside, like your vision come to life and you paired it with your music. And that's so cool. And yeah. tell me about like your visuals. Well, it's funny because um growing up like I wasn't allowed to like do any of that stuff like I wasn't allowed to wear makeup and stuff wow. I wasn't allowed to paint my nails so of course I'm like I love that stuff now <laughs> really not even yeah. your nails do you, do, you, do you think you love it more now because you weren't able to do it when you were 12 <laughs> yes <laughs> for sure so like I'm like super involved. I create most of my visuals that you see, like most of my uh, single art and stuff. I create myself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's why I almost, I, I think, I, and I, I, I think she's kind of got a bad reputation, but I think of Grimes when I look at your whole, it's true. not because of like Grimes, a whole other thing. I, I don't want to go into that, but I mean, <laughs> just the, the idea of like, cause she also is a visual artist yeah. and I feel like, um, a lot of the, the the idea behind her music is as much about the way the sounds mix together and like the or, like the soundscape aspect of the yeah. music is is important to you. Yeah, is, is that is that kind of true? Yeah, definitely. Um, but you know, I kind of create my visuals after the music, sure. so it just like kind of depends. But for this single art. Um, I actually made like this baseball bat. I don't know if you saw the cover. Yeah, I saw the cover. So we'll put we'll put the cover up uh, so people can see it. It's got like barbed wire. It's kind of looks like a you know like a zombie weapon or something off a of Stranger Things or something. <laughs> yeah, actually, do you want to see it? It's really cool. Yeah, let's let's see the let's see the, the bat. Yes, let's go. We'll fast forward through this part. Yeah, awesome. So sick. I like had this make it, and then I added the spikes later. But yeah, I tried to wrap the barbed wire around myself, but it was dangerous. <laughs> yeah. So how did how did what was the pro? How did you get it put together? Well, I just like got this baseball bat and then ordered barbed wire, and I had like this. I had like you know those like gloves that you're not supposed to cut like that are like, I don't know. They're like 
cut resistant gloves. I was wearing those trying to wrap the barbed wire around and then it was just dangerous. So then I was like, let me get a professional to do this. That's so. That's what's so cool about modern day artists um, and musicians is that the, the um, especially when you're independent, it's very DIY. The DIY kind of like um, memo is pretty much like allowing artists to uh, create their own visuals and really put together what is inside them and piece it together all into one thing, you know? And it's, sometimes that's even cooler than having like, you know, a bunch of people tell you what your cover should be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. and really, you, get, you get to get all of you into the project. Yeah. Super cool. That's what's cool about being an independent artist, for sure. I, I knew you, you have a manager, you have a publicist, but, and, and, you're, and you enjoy being independent. Are you one of those people who envision yourself being independent long-term, even if, you know, hit and run all of a sudden hits, hits the algorithms right and you've got 10 million streams and people start knocking your door, what are you going to do? Um, I don't know. I think it would just mm. depend on the situation <laughs> and the deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Demi can relate to that. Demi is, is, is also, also releases music and has had that kind of back And Demi. I'm, I'm speaking for you, but Demi, you can kind of talk about that whole, you know, back and forth between wanting the, the access that a, a label gives you, but also wanting to retain the independence. Yeah. And I, I had a conversation with like a friend yesterday at dinner. It was like, you know, he made this incredible album. He had a deal with Sony and it goes like this, like his contract was up. He had this incredible album. He wanted to, they wanted to release that album, but it was like, and he was like, yes, this is how much it's going to cost. I need to do all these things. It's going to be, I need a bigger budget. And then it's like, okay, cool. They write up the contract and they want not just that album, even though the term was done, they want the next three albums. So mm -hmm. in exchange for, you know, that marketing and that promotion and, and the, and, you know, all the perks of having that deal, it was like they own the next four albums, which is like what, five to 10 years of their career? That's crazy. It's, it's definitely, but hey, it's the name of the game. It's like the Wild West. Yeah. I feel like this time was like made for an artist like you, KO, because mm -hmm. you are not concerned about like getting a mansion and getting a Maserati and stuff. You just want to make like dope looking stuff and dope sounding stuff. Maybe she is. Yeah. yeah. Are you? <laughs> because, well, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, if you, if you were like concerned about those things, I feel like that you would. I don't know that that would be more in your, in your imagery and stuff. You'd be like renting, you know, cause around LA we, you, you could like rent a Maybach for like 200 bucks a day, shoot a music video and be like, I'm look at me rolling, you know? So that's not, that's not, that's not your style at the, at the moment. Yeah. What so, is your role with the project? I mean, like, what do you see it in five years? Um, I, I just hope, well, I guess I see it kind of just, the same but just elevated you know to keep growing and explore different sides of myself because i feel like each song is so different so you you you're 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 like a fully immersive artist you control both the visuals the audio um and of course the live shows now that's one thing you have you done many live shows as ko the the pop artist as opposed to djing um i haven't done too many my first one was on new year's okay oh wow so you 
what do you got? Do you got anything coming up the rest of the summer in terms of shows or appearances or anything? Um, not right now, but hopefully soon. I like the tease. I like the tease. <laughs> yeah. What have you been listening to recently, like in your, your personal life, just, just for fun? Um, and when you, and when you listen to music, does that affect the music you make or the headspace that you, that you stay in? It definitely does. I find a lot of inspiration from listening to music, but I kind of listen to music like a DJ, which means like I just listen to new music or like discover new, even if it's not new, it's still new to me, like all the time. And I just like constantly like cycle through to try to find something that I like. And then I'll like add it to a playlist for my friends, but then I never go back to it, but they'll listen to it. <laughs> Are you like a playlist type of person? Then if some artists are like really super about their playlists, like now, like I have these playlists, like this is the one for Greece, this is the one I'm gonna smoke. Like, are you that kind of like artist that has playlists that we can find? But I I feel like I should because <laughs> I yeah. make them hard. like I don't re-listen to my playlist because I'm trying to find new stuff, but yeah. <laughs> it's still show you where Demi's at in her life. The two examples she gave is the playlist for Greece and the playlist for smoking. <laughs> like, that's where I am mentally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's talk, Kayla. Let's talk about your your amazing style. First of all, this fit you got on with the Guns and Roses hat, eye <laughs> oh. in the in the shirt. Um, where do your clothes come from? Do you physically go to stores? Do you have a stylist who picks stuff out for you? Do you shop online? Where 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 do these where do these looks come from? Um, I I thrift a lot. I don't have a stylist, so I just style myself. But it's fun. I like doing it. So yeah, I don't really shop too much actually. But when like you do shop, where are you going though? Like, what's this? What's this? Well, in LA. Um. I like going to Squaresville for like thrifting. And then there's like um, Second Street on Melrose. Okay. And yeah. Oh, so you got to go to the West Side for like the good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, no. East Side too. Squaresville's in like Los Feliz. Okay. We're getting like really nitty gritty LA neighborhood <laughs> stuff right now. Yeah. yeah. Like I know this place in Rancho Cucamonga that I go to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, in terms of music, I know that I, I mentioned that hit and run sounds a little more polished, a little more radio friendly. Exactly. What's coming? What have, you, what have you got going on right now? What's the follow-up to hit and run going to be like? Cause I feel like this is kind of like, I, I feel like it's a cliche to say new era, but I feel like this is kind of like a step in a, a bigger direction for you. This track is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, well, I won't, I'm going to drop an EP next. Um, so that's exciting. Um, it's the EP is definitely more pop, I think. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> pop yeah. as in like what kind of pop are we talking right now? Like Lady Gaga, we're talking crack pop, you know? Crack mm -hmm. yeah. grunge pop. One thing I did like about Hit and Run is like, and Demi's Demi's a, a guitar player. We love guitar music. Oh. And you've got some like killer guitar on yeah. this song. Yeah. Like, is this, is this, is there, um, did you like, do you have a friend who played on this track? Like who did the, shout out the guitar on this track. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, actually, Justin, who was the guitarist in the used and Seosin, 
which are like some of my favorite bands. Wow. Um, when I was little. So it was that like, does sound like a Seosin guitar. <laughs> like, let's talk, talk about Warp Tour memories. Um, <laughs> I've never yeah, been to wow. Warp Tour. Yeah. So. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Did you ever imagine yourself like live? Like, what do you imagine yourself um, in the future? You know, like, say next tour, whatever. I have dancers and stuff and like a whole show kind of. So I do a lot of dance things. <laughs> I do a lot of dance training and when you when you were a kid, did you did you like watch dancing like I knew for I knew friends and maybe I participated in it myself just a little bit. Like you'd watch choreography on TV and try to emulate it or see something on YouTube yeah. and try to emulate yeah. it. Did you do that I when you were a kid? That. You still do that? <laughs> yeah. In terms of choreography, who are your and, and music videos, who are your inspirations? I mean, there's obvious ones like Britney, Janet okay. Jackson, you know. Yeah, I just watched the Janet Jackson like documentary. Oh good. yeah, the Lifetime one. Yeah. I saw yeah. That. There's like a seven-part Lifetime. I think it's Lifetime or or some cable station did a seven-part Janet Jackson documentary. But yeah, they do go into the choreography. The yeah. like dead ass like the this, sorry tangent, but like the rhythm nation <laughs> choreography was like revolutionary. Like yeah. the like the the like the the moves that those because you can see those moves replicated in in sync videos and Christina Aguilera videos or whatever for the next 10, 12 years. Yeah. So. When I was watching that fire, I was like doing it <laughs> around my room. Yeah. Well, I just the, the doing the, 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 um, the rhythm nation, the five, four, three, two, one thing was just like, <laughs> we're just like nuts because before that, if you watch choreography and music videos before that, it was almost kind of goofy and kind of loose and more like rounded movements. And this was very rigid and stuff. Do you like that kind of like more robotic looking kind of movement? Um, I like all of it. Cause I think it really depends on the song and how it's like hitting for this song. Cause even now I've, I've always like hated like contemporary and I'm even like pushing myself to, you know, try to learn it and get better at it. Mm. Do you, do you miss, or maybe you still do this, do you still do DJ gigs just like, you know, setting up at a club and playing for three or four hours? No, I don't do that. I don't think, I've only done that a few times actually, because when I had done DJ gigs, it was only usually for like an hour. Okay, so you, you haven't done the whole like 6 a.m. Ibiza thing or something <laughs> like that. No, but I haven't, no, I don't really DJ too much anymore. Do you miss it? Though I know you haven't done a ton of it, but do you do you miss doing that? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but I actually I really enjoy performing more. But it's definitely less pressure when I have to DJ. Like I could just be chill. <laughs> you have this this EP coming up. Are you gonna do visuals for every track from it? Um, I don't think so. Okay. There's too many songs. I think it's like seven songs. <laughs> That's yeah. You're like Are they gonna sound like the last song? Like it run? Huh? Are they gonna sound like the new single? Oh, um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mystery. I'm playing right now. It might be. That was on re This is my. That's my new summer. Song, okay? <laughs> like I'm about to 
you know, and I don't play that the entire week. I like at the party. You make me a, you're a bad influence. You're a yeah. bad influence, girl. Yeah, Demi's going to walk in with it playing on her phone and be like, hey, guys, listen to this. Like putting it in people's faces and stuff. No, but she says some crazy things in that song. That's I know. Hmm. <laughs> well, um, we got to let you go here, KO, but okay. thank you so much for joining us on It's Real with Jordan and Demi. Really appreciate it. The new single Hit and Run is out now. Do you have a release date for the EP or? Um, not yet. Just because I like kind of figure everything out as I go. I'm still like, which song do I do first? So we'll see. But I'm going to drop like a couple songs from it first. Maybe like one song a week and then the EP. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. How, and how much do you pay attention to streams and numbers and things like that? Um, Not too much because... I don't think, you know, that really matters for me yet since I'm a new artist and I just do kind of what I feel like doing. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Kay, thank you so much for joining us. We will look forward to what you have coming up next. Thank you. All right. We'll talk to you later. You. All right. Bye. That was KO. Run is out now. Love the style, love the sound of it. Um, and I do love the, the, I think there, that is, there is something to the idea of coming from, uh, the DJ world or electronic music world and then making pop, like you just have access to like, like, like everything, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And it brings this like electronic flair, you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I know it's not something that you're going to put in your music because you're all about the kit drums and you're all about <laughs> Damn, real, real percussion. No drum machine for Demi. Calling me out. Unreal. All right, guys. We will see you later. As always, go to popdust.com for the latest in music and pop culture. Check out past episodes on YouTube and Facebook Watch. And follow us on Instagram. I'm Jordan Edwards Studio. Demi is at Demi underscore Ramos. And help us out with TikTok. Give us a, follow oh, us on guys. TikTok. If we, are wondering. TikTok. <laughs> we are playing the game. Follow us. Until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs>